so we have your your clubs here. I'm looking mm -hmm. at them right now. Yeah. We can we can there we go. Hang <laughs> on them so you guys can hear. Get some mic and, down there. And uh, it looks like there's three. It, well, it's three three, three irons, right? Yeah. So we have an Epic Standard three iron, an Epic Pro three iron, mm -hmm. and an X Forge three iron. Sure. So talk us through that. I will. Um, so that big two iron um, that looks huge is actually longer and it is de-lofted so it really should be almost a one iron or mm -hmm. two iron this is the fitting room podcast with your hosts nate adelman and aj volpel yo what's going on everyone welcome to the fitting room podcast i am your host aj volpel alongside nate adelman nate you might have to you might have to pick me up a little bit on this episode all right why's that i'm coming off a little trip. I just got back from from Europe actually last night, and late last night. Oh, we all we all feel so bad this, for you. This was a you know it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. Um, don't worry. I mean the the guest that we have on today is is amazing, and one that I'm very excited to talk to. I've I've met him a couple times. Um, we're talking, of course, of Norman Jung, who just finished up his career at the University of Oregon. He went ahead. And signed with Callaway Golf, another young stud. The young guns is in the stable, Nate. The young guns that want to win and hit it far and uh, want to play their best. They have shown a pattern of coming to Callaway. Yes, so they have. So, so hopefully Norman will give me some energy um, because I got a little jet lag right now and I'm and I'm trying to get through it. And I know that you're you have a little trip coming up as well, right? Well, yeah, I got I got home last night from our uh, Austin office. Oh, there you so, go. Uh, a lot of cool things in the works for CallawayGolf.com. Yep. So that was that was a good trip. But um, you know who's had a busy day is Norman. Uh, <laughs> I know. He spent insane. time down at the test center. Yeah. Uh, hitting some clubs, getting his bag dialed in. And also, oh, go he's for been it. Spending like all day with Ethan, I think. Oh, that's and tough. That yeah. that'll take a lot out of you. So if he if yeah. he's if I I think I may have saw him with a Red Bull before this. So hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully he's getting some some punch packed into and, him because and we got the Travis Ethan could drain you. We also got the Travis Matthew team down from Huntington, mm -hmm. who's outfitting him with some new clothing as well. So that's exciting. Yeah. It'll be a, an athlete that is both Callaway and Travis Matthew. So this is literally a fitting room. This is yeah, this is the this is the literal fitting room podcast. Right. All right. That sounds pretty good. But yeah, no. Norman is. Uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, we'll definitely listen to the conversation with him. Uh, he's a really interesting guy, and he has a really interesting setup. Um, we'll we'll get to that in a couple minutes, but he only has one wood in the bag, which he, is uh, very atypical. He might even make Phil Mickelson you know? jealous with this iron <laughs> setup. It is. It's well, I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a teaser. Okay. Five part combo set with the irons. <laughs> You'll have to tune in for more. <laughs> that is that's that literally is why we started the fitting room podcast is right. to like get to the bottom of yeah. like how and why and like how that works. Uh, but How he's a really smart kid. Yeah. Uh, funny story about uh, Norman. Let's see. What is it? Uh, almost June, or it's June now, actually. Uh, I ran into Norman back in January at the Bridges. Bridges is a golf club here in Southern California in Rancho Santa Fe. Um, uh, Tyler Sheehan, um, who's a Callaway staffer, uh, him and I played some golf. We were... Uh, having some lunch in the grill room afterward, and lo and behold, there is Norman and the University of Oregon men's golf team. So we they, were we were chatting. They let, a little, they let you on the they property. They let me on the property Whoa. there. That was the last time. Um, right. I've since been banned, but right. 
so I think uh, no, I think I shot like a seven five that day. I yeah, right. All right. You know, I played okay. Whatever. Through ten. Um, <laughs> yeah, beat beat Tyler again. Yeah. But whatever. That's you know, not 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 for the fitting room. So I go, hey Norman, how was that there? And he and he, you know, he kind of you know, he's a pretty reserved guy, and he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, I played well. I was like, oh yeah, how what 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 you would you do? Uh, how many birds you have? A uh, nine. Yeah. Nine birdies. <laughs> well, no, 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 no big deal. That it just shrugs his shoulders, yeah. and then he shot like a sixty-four, I think, uh, or sixty-four or sixty-three. But he was like one shot off the course record, mm. and he like was. Uh, it was as if he went out and shot an eighty that day or something like that. He was just like so mild mannered, um, and we well, had a nice conversation. But it was just so funny. I was like, I looked at Tyler after. I'm like, Tyler. I'm like, I sh- I hit nine birdies that I'm literally lighting this place up. That's like a year's this. worth of birdies for you. <laughs> that is a, a but, year. But the, I'd be lucky. The uh, college, the college NCAA's just wrapped up, and those guys, crazy talented. They go flag hunting. It's crazy. Those guys are always hunting the flags. Ugh. Their course setups are probably not quite as penalizing as the PGA Tour, so yeah. they can go after a little more flags. Um, and also, last year with our conversation we had with Stanford head coach Conrad Ray, he was saying most college guys actually have higher clubhead speeds than PGA Tour average because they can just let it loose. Oh, On the PGA rip. Tour, they dial it back a little bit because yeah. of how long the rough is and mm-hmm. uh, the premium of hitting fairways, but uh these college guys can play golf yeah for sure no that's a and that's a great point and that was that was a great podcast that we did with uh with coach ray that was awesome i yep. remember that one um all right so we'll get to the conversation but i think nate well, first wants to tell you, you me a little you. something well i, I was gonna ask oh, you a question you right. is um what do you have planned for your dad for father's day oh oh well i got are you some go, are you going you going with another necktie i got no i got Maybe some frame, a, i got some frame stuff coming like for a, him like a world's best dad <laughs> mug or something like that well never in a million well, years listen, i would get him that listen if, if you're on. if you're tired of getting your dad another coffee mug um, and your dad's backpack is ugly, old, or beat up. Surprise him this Father's Day with a new OGO Summit laptop backpack. Wow. Are you reading? Are you reading right now? No, or are you, oh. no of course. No, I'm just speaking from the heart <laughs> you here. Would never, you never would never dare to do a read on the Yeah, no, room. I would never dare to do that. Um, but uh, special for listeners of the fitting room, uh, you can get 40% off uh, Summit laptop backpack at OGO.com through June 20th using promo code FITTINGROOM. That's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. Because – it's not a mug. So no, I guess it would automatically mug. qualify as like the best father's right. they give. Although I don't even know if people actually do get their dad's mugs. Um, I hope I not. think people go deep on it's mothers for mother's wow. day, but I think yeah. most of the time father's day, that doesn't even get a gift. Poor dad. Exactly, man. He doesn't even get yeah. one, uh, yeah. but that's a great deal. Uh, so check out OGO.com for that. Um, and let's get to this awesome conversation that we have with uh, Mr. Norman Chung, which is coming up right after these words. Hey everybody, it's Ethan and Tyler here hosting June 12th's Ship Show podcast where we had Jeff Newbarth, executive producer of Callaway Media Productions, on as a guest because this week he is moonlighting as a producer on the Fox U.S. Open broadcast. And Tyler, what else did we cover? That's right, and we also went on record with our picks for the U.S. Open on who would win, so you're going to want to give it a listen to see who came out victorious in their, in their selections. Now, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. All right, we are back on the Fitting Room Podcast with Norman. He is in the house. We put you through the ringer today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're you're coming from the Performance Center, where you 
got fit again or what were you doing exactly at the performance center today i was doing some uh fittings and i was just for clothes you know changing them um, changing into clothes and also um doing just a bunch of media stuff stuff um shooting a commercial nice all yeah. right so wow so it, uh, even at the performance center nate we fit we fit clothing there now right. too in addition to clubs that's the go. benefit <laughs> of having travis on on the uh payroll now is exactly. that we can uh we can get uh, clothing fitting too we should probably add that to the podcast repertoire yeah no like, absolutely a clothing and, episode and and norman i know that uh nate was extremely excited about having you in uh because you have somewhat of a, a unique setup um as uh, opposed to everybody that we've yeah. we've had on the show uh before and that's because you go from driver to iron iron yes so no woods no hybrids right no woods no hybrids um so you're you're in uh, rogue sub zero mm-hmm. 9.5 yeah so talk about the transition between your driver right. and then going to those three three irons. so i think the most difficult club for a player to find is the three wood um i don't know what it is about it but i have not yet been able to find a three wood and um especially for my game um you know going to par fives um I don't really hit three woods into par fives. The only time I would maybe use a three wood is if I would hit it off the tee. And um, this two iron that I have um, going straight from driver to two iron is more like a three wood for me. Um, It goes about the length of a three wood and um, I can hit it much more accurate and consistent than a three wood. So um, that's that's the reason why I have it in the bag. Yeah. So so let's let's back up just a little bit and let's talk about. What does it take for you to put a club in your bag in the first place? So when uh, when we started working with you, what was it that you were looking for? And, uh, you know, as we continue to release new clubs, yeah. what will it ha- what will it take to for a club um, to make it in your bag? Honestly, I think for the player, the most two most important things is the feel and the look. Um, you know, I think a lot of golf clubs are made so well now that um, – they all fly similarly and um, can perform really well. But I believe what makes the difference um, in the clubs is the feel and the, and the look. So, so your two iron goes the length of a three wood, which is, which is yeah. pretty interesting. Um, what are the distances? Give me the distance on, okay. say, driver and your two iron. Yeah, I'll give you a rough distance. Yeah. Let's say sea level, 70 degrees. Um, probably... 330 with a driver mm-hmm. um with roll and then that's decent Nate. yeah that's decent there over there <laughs> um and then with a two iron probably 280 with roll but carry about 250 which is which is perfect for me all i need um yep. off the tee if i want to lay up or right. go for a par five yeah is the flight pretty pretty low on that then the, or? T- the two iron yeah yes definitely and do you prefer that flight i do um i don't love seeing the ball getting too high especially with with a two iron or a three wood um I, yeah, I don't love seeing the spin, you know, kind of up in the air. So, so we have your your clubs here. I'm looking mm-hmm. at them right now. Yeah. We can we can there we go. jingle <laughs> them so you guys can hear. Get some mic on there. And uh, it looks like there's three. Th- it, well, it's three, three three irons, right? Yeah. So we have an Epic Standard three iron, an Epic Pro three iron, mm-hmm. and an X Forge three iron. Sure. So t- talk us through that. I will. Um, <laughs> so that big two iron um, that looks huge is actually longer and it is de-lofted so it really should be almost a one iron or mm-hmm. two iron 
um, that that was the three wood kind of iron. I'm so the about. epic standard is yep. the one you've got bent to be like a two two, two iron. Two, about. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the other one, a little smaller head, um, same shaft but shorter, not bent lower. Um, is just kind of I guess a stock two iron. Um, so the epic pro three iron plays like a stock two iron. Stock right. two iron, but I don't ever really put that in play because. Um, that only fits the gap into in between my two my big two iron mm -hmm. the three wood kind of iron and my normal X forge three iron mm -hmm. um, which isn't a huge gap so now I play that bigger two iron and then the X forge three iron got it yeah so then what what is the course setup that you will make that call and which one to put in um, if I never hit if I go into a package round and never hit the big two iron then I would put the smaller two iron plate, which goes about a total of 250, 260, so about mm -hmm. 20 yards shorter. Um, so that's interesting because that then creates like a pretty big gap between driver, driver that, and exactly, yeah, you know, yeah, almost yeah. like so 180 yards. Yeah, almost. so but that's kind of how some courses are. It's um, most of the trouble is in that 280, 290 landing zone area. Mm -hmm. So I either take driver and try to carry all of that or lay way back and hit a 250 shot yeah no it's interesting hearing like your mindset um as a compared to other amateur players yeah um like you know weekend players or anything who just you know same show up same set of clubs doesn't uh -huh. matter what course right. but like there's there's strategy and you know thinking behind like you know there's a method to your madness yeah you know? definitely i mean every course is set up so differently and um i go into every course with a different attitude uh different mental approach and um yeah, most of the courses I don't play um, the same clubs all the way through the, yeah. uh, especially the irons that you guys were talking about. Yeah. So one of the unique things about the irons is I think we we covered three of the different mm -hmm. models, but I think we have five different models. So right. going from e e Epic Standard, a to real e company man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Epic Standard. We literally whichever iron advertisement you yep. we could put you in it. So yeah, seriously. Epic Standard Smart for guy. the for the strong two iron. Epic Pro for the two iron, mm -hmm. X Forged, which In I think is three, three, four, and five. Three, four, five. Yep. Then Apex Pro yep. for uh, six, six, seven, eight, nine. Yep. And, then and then Apex MB. Yeah, the blade for the pitching wedge. So how does that how does that <laughs> testing process go, and how do you land um, on that setup? So the clubs that I use the most, or for the longest time, were the Apex Pros. Um, I think they're my favorite um, to use so far. I wanted the three, four, and five. Um, with something a little stronger and less spin mm -hmm. um, for my long irons because the ball I use kind of um, spins higher in the in the long irons. Um, so I wanted the X Forge to just try them out, and I loved them the first time I tried them mm -hmm. in the three, four, and five, and I haven't took them out of my bag yet. Um, the Apex Pros in the middle kind of irons and short irons are I, I'm just too comfortable to switch over to the mm -hmm. X Forge. And the pitching wedge, um, I tried the kind of the MD three and four mm -hmm. um, wedge pitching wedge, mm -hmm. and I just didn't love it enough because I I like to hit my pitching wedge more like an iron, but I also didn't want to hit it with that much forgiveness um, and have it come out that hot with like an Apex Pro. Um, I wanted to have more control so that MB is that perfect in between. And let's let's talk about uh, the wedges now. Mm -hmm. um, what degrees or what lofts do you go with, yep. um, and how do you use your wedges? Um, so the year before my freshman year in college, I had a difficult time with my wedges, um, just gapping them correctly. Yeah. But I think I, I have a 
a good setup now, I think. Um, I have four wedges, um, a 60 degree, a 55 degree, and a 50 degree, and a pitching wedge. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty st- stock setup, I think. Yeah, any any problem with those or no. those are those are those all good. Are, those are all good. <laughs> they seem, those seem to be working for you. Yes. And will you ever change the wedge grinds or the bounces or anything yes. depending on courses? Yes, I think that's mm. the part um, in my bag that I like to kind of fiddle around with the most because every course has a different type of grass. So um, and you want to hit different shots around every course um, depending on the lies and um, what kind of grass there is. So um i've transitioned though from a so i only kind of chip with my lob wedge um i'm kind of a one one wedge guy um around the greens around the greens yeah yeah. so um i've transitioned from a much um less bounce to more bounce um just because i like to um have a little more i guess forgiveness yeah and what are your I know because you play in Oregon a lot mm-hmm. of your golf. Like, what are the what are the generally the conditions over there? Is very it like, wet. It's right, yeah, it's yeah. very wet, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, so that's kind of one reason why I switch from a very um, less bounce to more. club to more bounce because you don't want to. You're just digging in all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what uh, what about putter? Putter, yes, I love my putter. Um, it's <laughs> right. You've been you've been playing that for a while now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, for about two years now. Yep. Um, and that's the V line putter. The V line thing, yeah. yes. Yep. Um, With the crank hosel. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Looks like my putter a little bit actually. <laughs> we got something in common right there, Nate. What do you think about that? Yep. So we've got. <laughs> that's v- it. That's v- all we have in common. <laughs> we've got the V line thing, uh, black, white, black Versa with micro hinge insert, and the crank hosel. A little bit of lead tape mm-hmm. on the bottom. My creative twist. Yes. <laughs> yes. Personal input. That's is right. It, that's right up Nate's alley right uh, there. Has this been a shape you've played for a long time? No. I've, from the most of my junior career, I've played a blade putter. Mm. Um, and then I transitioned to a mallet. Um, and I kind of liked both. And this is the in-between. Um, yeah, I can stroke it like a mallet for longer putters or for longer putts. And then for shorter putts, I kind of have that kind of precision with kind of a mallet, I guess. Right. And the setup with the crank hosel, it, it sets up like a blade. Somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it has that kind of, I guess, mallet kind of look. Right. Yeah. All right. What would you say is your best club in the bag? I was going to say favorite club in the bag, but what do you think uh, when pressure's on, you want this club in your hands? What is that, what is that club? Big, I would, big decision right I here. would either say... A, my two iron my big two iron mm. or my nine iron just because my two iron is very so versatile and like it just goes very straight and far enough <laughs> right. um same then, trajectory exactly kind of every, yeah repeating just trajectory. piercing exactly yep. and then also my nine because i've hit so many good shots with my nine iron mm. in uh in clutch and what situations what yardage is that about Depending on the course, obviously, yeah. but stock probably 155, 160. Well, okay. Yeah. So when you get to that yardage, you're, you're looking yeah, at Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned a little bit about liking to see specific ball flight or mm-hmm. sp- specific trajectory. How much does technology play a role into your club setup? TrackMan, any other tools? Um, I think it does, obviously, a lot. Um, what I like about a club is... Um, you know it's not kind of the first initial look at it or the first hit of it it's um kind of you got you have to experience it and go through it and kind of get personal and close with it Mm. um until the point where 
you stand over it and you know how it's going to come out and you can already see it and feel it. Um, the difficulty of me switching over to a club is when I stand over it and feel it just, you know, the slightest weight of it off can make it feel like it's not going to go how my previous iron went. So I want to talk to you uh, real quick about the driver and the shaft in your driver because mm -hmm. The 330 number is just insane. Uh, your ball speed must be in the 180s. Or yeah, low 80s. Low yep. 80s. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what kind of shaft do you have that could uh, control that kind it of? It is a BBA uh, Tour AD. Nate, Nate's pulling X. it out right now. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yep, so it it's, the, it's the graphite design blue, uh, mm -hmm. the blue one BB8X, so mm -hmm. 80 gram X Flex. Uh, I haven't seen that. I, I don't see that chef very often. Yeah. No, you got to have a little bit of speed to be able to pull this one off for sure. Right. So that's probably why you can't. You can't <laughs> what, what's what's a club head speed? Like a buck 23. 20? Oh, 123. Yeah, Jeez. 20, 23. You bust a lot of driver heads or? No, no not. Or? I mean, a few. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to say because yeah. one, yeah, of, uh, north of 120 is when, yeah. you know, that's when you start yeah, cracking exactly. heads. <laughs> yeah. So one of the cool things about Norman uh is he's the first athlete that came on as a, both a Callaway athlete and a Travis Matthew athlete. Oh, no, I know. I'm, so, I'm digging the Travis shirt. Yeah, so your oh, yeah. clothes are also very well fitted. <laughs> yes. So walk us through uh, uh, how you and the Travis brand got, got uh, in touch. Yeah, um, yeah, obviously mainly through Callaway. Um, I've worn Nike clothes for most of my junior right. career and uh, went to University of Oregon. I mean, University of Nike. Say no more. Yeah, yeah, right. say exactly. No more. So um, I obviously love Nike stuff. Um, they have great, you know, really sporty athletic mm -hmm. um, clothes. But I kind of, I guess, wanted to transition to something a little more um, classic and kind of clean, um, more of, I guess, a comfortable look. Um, and I think Travis was perfect in, in that aspect. Yeah. Well, Hey, you look, you rock it. Well, you, you look good in it. Uh, you look good in the Callaway stuff. Uh, we are, uh, so excited to have you on. Everybody in this building is, uh, it's been electric. So yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody's super pumped up. Like we said earlier, we, we put you through the ringer today. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. it was like a full on media tour so, yeah. for you, did, you know, did you know that, uh, in about 10 minutes, Norman actually signs his contract. He's still right. unsigned. Yeah, he's still unsigned. Yeah. So this right. is pro bono I, right now. I was going to say, this, <laughs> this cannot air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this never this never happened yeah, until exactly. 10 minutes later. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Norman, thanks again for your time, man. Uh, good luck. Oh, well, what, uh, what kind of uh, tournaments you got coming up this summer? Yeah, so we're still working on a schedule, but um, I got the U.S. Open sectionals uh, lined up here pretty soon. Yeah, and next then, week. Yep, right. next week yeah. in Memphis. Um, and then just kind of hopefully get get some sponsor invites um, throughout the summer and kind of see how it goes. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully we don't uh, have too much left for you. You yeah. know, get some yeah. get something to eat and get some sleep. Right. So. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, all right. Thanks and again for joining us. Oh, what do you got, Nate? Well, just last thing last before words. we go. Typically, uh, guests who come on the fitting room usually win within that year. Oh, okay. so it's happened. So there we go. Don't wow. let us down. I'm yeah. I, I mean, I'm set. Yeah. Aaron I'm comfortable Weiss now. was on the show. Yeah. And I think he won. Mm -hmm. I think Adam Hadwin shot a 59 a few months after like visiting a, with us. I think us. it was like a week yep. after. Yep. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. There we go. Yeah, I'm so set. you got big shoes to fill. I'm yep. set, yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. All awesome. right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining, and we will catch you next time on The Fitting Room. <laughs>